Hello and welcome back to another episode of the No Ratings Podcast. This is, of course, bonus content. So if you're listening or if you're watching on YouTube, this is bonus. Hence, you didn't hear the little jingle at the start. Hence, there's barely going to be an introduction. And if you haven't listened to the previous episode, then you'll know everything you need to know about our new guest, Kieran, otherwise known as True Hester. And we've got Basil and we've got Baines as well. We've got a very interesting topic. The top 10 most underrated players in World Cup history. So not just top 10 underrated players. And if you're new here, then let me very quickly explain the point system to you, which is somewhat confusing, but I think it's actually pretty straightforward once you get going. Each person sat here right now would get 25 points at the start. You get to allocate those 25 points across as many players as you want. We then top the points together and then we see who is top down to 10th. I think that makes loads of sense. Um, very, 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 very quickly, I'm just going to give a shout out to all those players that didn't make the list. And I want to very quickly say, this is the biggest list we've ever had. So just while we're here, Marquinhos had a point. Uh, Thiago Silva had a point. Boateng had a point. Godin had a point. Shakiri one point. Uh, Goremo Ochoa, one point. Eto two. Kante, two. Miroslav Klose, two. Casillas, two. Tony Cruz, two. Owen, two. Maguire, two. Sane, three. And Kayla Navas, three. And Diego Forlan, three. All of those guys missed out. Um, Faisal, anyone on that list that missed out that you think definitely should be in the top ten? <laughs> whoa, whoa, Cruz missed out? Yeah, Cruz only got two. Tony Cruz, who was... It was was one of the best players in Germany. Uh, was part was part of the squad in two thousand and fourteen. Scored two. Uh, what? See, I think it depends how you rate Tony Cruz, isn't it? Yeah, uh, like everyone rates him different. Like, I think he's one of the best midfielders, like top three, over the last ten years. I think I think he's top ten ever. Ever. I think that's. I think that's a. Yeah. I don't think that's a stretch. It's not horrible. That's not a stretch. I don't think it's a, no. I said I don't think it's a stretch. Like I was, like, oh, like, I was we're, about we're based on the World Cup 2014. He was part of the squad. He won with Germany. He was the best player against Brazil. That's seven one. He assisted two people. Forget he assisted two uh, in the group stage. I think I forgot what game it is. 2018. He was yes. They, they got knocked out. He was Germany's best player. 2018. Yeah. Bro, how that he scored against South Korea or was it Sweden? Sweden. The, 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 the free kick. Yeah. But wouldn't what? you wouldn't you say like? him not being on an underrated list is probably a good thing because it probably means we all rate him the right amount. Like, I rate him quite a lot. Like, I think he... I don't know about top 10, just off the top of my head, because if I just go off the top of my head, I've got Iniesta, uh, the three Barca boys, Modric. I'm already on five. So, like, that's just me thinking off the top of my head. So, I don't know about top 10. Definitely top 15. But that's... I think that's, like, just quite okay. rightly rated, no? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. I think he's... He's almost like not in the list because of how good he is, rather than yeah. because of not how good he is. I, you know, you know, good save. Good save. I like that one. I like hey, that one. hey, that's I what like we that do. The only man that don't get cooked from the podcast is me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I like that one. I like that one. Right, cool. That's fair. That's fair. Kieran, you're the uh, debutant on the podcast. Technically, not a debutant because we've already got you on one episode. But like the second, I don't know what the second debut is called. Um, but is there anyone on the yeah, yeah. is there anyone on that list that you had on your list that's missed out and you think that should be in there just very quickly though just gonna pause you before you say anything kieran's currently at his barbers and we want to get kieran filming from his own house and studio in the future so if you're new here subscribe and follow and that way we can help kieran. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's two cookings now this is crazy i'm playing i'm playing <laughs> Any do- any any donations is appreciated. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh. Just a few pounds a day. Hey, um, Kieran, anyone on that list for you? I think Leroy Sane. I think Leroy Sane is literally one of the most exciting young wingers like I think I've ever seen. Like for City, maybe not so much for Germany, but I think definitely that 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 period from you know t- 2017, 18 to 18, 19. I think he was probably the best young winger in the world. So. I think I think he deserves a place in the list, but I'm not crazy mad at it. He, he was cl- he was close to it. He's only a point off the guy who's tenth. Uh, Baines, anyone from your list that missed out that you want to passionately fight for? Passionately, no. But I think Jerome Boateng does deserve a special shout out. Played for Bayern Munich 2014. It was him and Hummels at the back. Yeah, we know about both things on the ball qualities as well. I think he deserves a shout. 
You know what? You know, you know Burton quickly. So, so what Burton? I think his rep got got destroyed and killed after the Messi thing. Yeah. yeah. It's it's funny because I think a lot of people who didn't watch a lot of Bundesliga or watch a lot of Germany, that's the only thing they remember mm. about Jerome Boateng. And for them, that was immediately like, yeah, this guy's not great. Um, but Messi was cooking that day. So it was like, whoever tried to stop him was going to get yeah. burnt, un- unless it was Virgil van Dijk. That's just conversation for another day. Um, into our top 10. And Martinez. Yeah, Dan, nah, don't be silly. Don't be silly comparing Lissandra Martinez to Virgil van Dijk. Oh. Martinez, no. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, this is not about Virgil van Dijk or Lissandro Martinez. Uh, he might enter the list of most overrated players come the end of the season. But this is about underrated Whoa. players. <laughs> um, let's, let's focus on this list for now. We've got one, two, three, four players. Maybe even five, actually. One, two, three, four, five players that are all joint on point. So we need to rank these guys from six to ten. Um and I'll go with the first one in front of me. Mario Mandzukic has a point from me, a point from uh, three points from Baines. Zero from Faisal, zero from Kieran. Uh, Kieran, is there any reason Mandzukic hasn't got a point from you, or did you just forget about him? Um, I think it's it's a mixture. I feel like um, all the players I, I put on, I think I was like pretty happy with. Um, like I think there's maybe I, I, well, there was also a part of me that didn't think about him, but I, I think I was even hearing him now. I don't think uh, there's any player I would have taken out for him. Mm. Then we've got Di Maria on four points. You were also the only four. It's quite a lot for Di Maria. Clearly, you're passionately fighting yeah. for Di Maria's corner. No, I, I, like, I, I didn't think I'd be the only one. I thought, I thought you know, Fez was a, a Real Madrid fan. I think he, he would have vibed with that one. But I think Di Maria is actually one of the most underrated players, even for club and for country. I feel like, you know, his time at Man United is massively over-scrutinised. I feel like he was great for Real Madrid, the uh, 2014 Champions League final. He literally helped Messi finally get an international trophy. I mean, if, if Messi didn't have that one, he could have been cooking him for years. But, you know, like Di Maria decided to step up in and help him out with that one. So I, th- I think Di Maria is like definitely, definitely one of the most, un- probably even of all time, I think. Crazy underrated. Faze, you're, you're a Madrid fan. Di Maria underrated or rightly rated? This is it's so tricky because the reason he's not on my list is because I think he's rightly rated. Like he's a, he's a very good footballer, but he's, I don't know if he's in the top, is top 10 is very high, you know, and I think I, 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 I think it's a bit too high. I think I, 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 I think if we're basing on World Cup, st- World Cup status, that I don't think he's done anything to to guarantee him to be to be top ten. But but in terms of club, I agree. I think Madrid is Madrid's time. Him turning into from a winger to to as an eight was was crucial. But yeah, and and the Cup of America. But I think, but I, for me, bro, like I said, I based my lesson just World Cup. What they've done in the World Cup, and I don't, mm. I, and he hasn't done anything in the World Cup for me. I don't think he's done anything at all in a World Cup. To be fair, um, Isco is the next one on four points. I mean, there's one. Oh, who, oh, you ever had Isco? You know what? I, I like you. I like you. <laughs> you had Isco. I had. I, had, I think I'm pretty sure I had Isco. Yeah, Kieran, you gave Isco three points. Baines, you gave him a point. Face, you gave him zero. So why the hell do you like anyone else who's giving him what? points? <laughs> Bro, Isco is my favorite player ever. But like I said, I based on World Cup. But you know what? You know what? I'm changing my list right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Baines, why is he in your list? I'll be honest. I don't think it was shocking in that 2018 World Cup. Like down the left hand side with Jude Yarbrough, I think it was. Mm. He still had a couple decent moments. And obviously, mm. like his Roman career speaks for himself, and his ability second to none. You could argue, like phenomenal footballer. Beautiful. Sensational. I think. I, mean, I think there's definitely. Well. I was just about to say there's some good looking tacks on that. The, guy, <laughs> the guy's decent looking. That's why he's on there. Oh, his um, beard is beautiful. Hey, I'll tell you yeah. who's who's definitely not good looking. He's actually low key butters, but he's got four points from us. Um, David Villa, two from me, two from Faze, zero from Kieran, zero from Baines. I personally think he's generally a very underrated footballer. I think he played as a central forward. Um, for Spain, and he absolutely cooked. I can't, I can't remember his stats off the top of my head, but he is one of their top scorers. Played off the left to accommodate Fernando Torres for a little while. Played off the right to accommodate Fernando Torres and Pedro for a little while. And it was just sort of he's played in that front three at different times throughout such a long period of time. 
I'm quite surprised that we didn't all give him points, considering the amount of football uh, knowledge in this conversation right now. <laughs> See, I'm saying I went old enough to watch David Villa like that. I think my first, like, earliest memory is probably, like, the Euros. I remember him more from the Euros than, like, 2012 20, 20, or 2000, no, 2008. I remember oh, right, oh, a little, I remember more, more that and then more at club level than, than international. I don't think I was, like, fully tapped into his international career like that. So that's probably why I didn't, didn't really come to mind. But he was amazing for Barcelona in, in the uh, 2010-11 Champions League final. That goal was crazy. Phase, man. We're dealing with kids there. Um, and then, <laughs> then my guy with four points, the best looking man on this list, zero from everyone else, but four from me, GX10, Granite Xhaka, mad underrated. I think also for Switzerland, it's kind of slept on that. We've spoken about Bale in a separate video, but Xhaka's carried that Switzerland team. In big moments, he's been massive. And he also is the complete identity of how they play. Sits as a quarterback and dictates the game. He's got an incredible range of passing. And actually, so far in this World Cup, he's actually played further forward like he does for Arsenal. Um, so in my opinion, I think he's genuinely, from a, a whole football level, not just World Cup, one of the most underrated players in the world. Right, so we've got four guys. One, two, three, four. Joint on points. In fact, one, two, three, four. Five, five players joint on points. Um... Baines, in case your internet just decides to die on us again, uh, if you had to put these in an order from 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, what would your order be? Baines' internet died again. No, no, no I'm still here. Oh, you just pretending you're frozen <laughs> no, crazy. No, no, I wasn't pretending. I was thinking. I was thinking. <laughs> um, we've got Mandzukic, Di Maria, Isco, Via, Xhaka. Personally, let me just put my case out there. I think Via should be 6, Xhaka should be 7th. Isco 8th, Mandzukic 9th, Di Maria 10th. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think Di Maria 9th. Nah, I think Mandzukic I, I, I think But do you think Mandzukic has done more in the game than Di Maria? On the World Cup stage? I think in terms of... In terms of I think he has. In terms of... Oh, in terms of the World Cup, I, yeah, I, I guess. But in terms of like... Is, is it ju- like just World Cup? Are we saying just World Cup? Are we saying like we're going to balance the, it out? Faisal's just died over there. Um, I think he's forgotten this is going on YouTube, so he just decided to lay down for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you listening on podcast, Faisal just threw himself back in his chair and just decided to lay down for a minute whilst the conversation was going just was, I don't think he was feeling the Di Maria take. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it hit home. For, I don't think it hit home like that. <laughs> I think it's an overall, like, World Cup is the first president they have to tick off, and then it's club football. Okay. Whereas I think, like, Di Maria club level versus Mandzukic club level, you could argue they did similar things. And then if you look at international, I think Mandzukic is miles ahead of Di Maria on an international standpoint. I mean, Mandzukic is massively slept on as a footballer, you know. Bad goals wherever he went. Started playing left wing for Juve, was it? It was, wasn't it? And scored, it, scored, scored in two Champions League finals. Yeah, the goal, the, the goal for you in the Champions League finals, kind of crazy. So I'll, I'll give, yeah, I'll give him yeah. in that. So are we backing the Villa, Xhaka, Isco, Mandzukic, Di Maria order? No. Go on. I'll put, I'll put uh, Villa first, Isco second, Mandzukic third, Xhaka fourth, Di Maria fifth. How are you dropping Xhaka so low? We don't want to have anything bad to say about him. <laughs> I agree, I agree, but then again, if we're basing it on Mandzukic for me, it's done. But where's the creation to the Champions League uh, World Cup final? Which is more what Jack has done. And for and for Villa, he can't go higher than Villa. For Isco, it's it's, it's Isco Disco. So you, <laughs> <laughs> you can't you go you can't go higher than Isco as well. Uh, listen, for the South Asians listening, I'm banned your South Asian. Isco Disco is the most South Asian anti thing to say ever. I say Isco Disco, man. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you right now, five, five, six years ago, the amount of usernames I had with Isco Disco was unreal. <laughs> Snapchat, <laughs> L phase underscore Isco Disco. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, in fifth place, on his own, no joint points. So uh, I'm pretty sure, have I done this wrong? One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Breaking news: Di Maria is actually eleventh. He's not tenth. Um, Mandzukic mm. is tenth. Uh, so yeah, 
Di Maria is actually not in the rankings. He's yeah. Di Maria is discarded. The whole conversation has gone on Di Maria. Sorry, Bryce. Um, Vamos. This is very. This is a very sad day for me. It's the sixth, and he's on his own. Uh, five points in total. Uh, it is Samba boy Neymar Zito. Beige gave him two. Kieran, you gave him three. I mean, you sixth most underrated player in the world in out of the World Cup players. Yeah, I think I think when you look at that 2014 World Cup, literally his debut in the World Cup, you know, on the back of the Confederations Cup, where everyone was like, you know, he he, you know, dunked on that Spain team, and everyone was like, okay, is he going to do it at the World Cup? First game, Brazil, you know, home tournament, two goals against Croatia, you know, I I, I think, and then you know, the 2018, obviously he got the injuries, you know, kind of ruined it, and Brazil got packed seven one, so that was kind of a stain. But you know, you saw how bad Brazil were without him. And I think 2018, I think the game against Belgium, you know, everyone was saying, you know, Hazard stole the show. I, I personally think Neymar was better in that game. I think people won't, won't agree with me on that one, but I personally think Neymar was better in that game. And I think um, just for Brazil anyway, like when you look at his his stats with Brazil, I think he's like two goals off Pele right now and he's already the greatest ever assistant. And I think people like to say that Neymar's been a failure uh, at club and international level. And I just completely disagree with that. Wow. Well, that was a flipping solid sales pitch Jesus um, <laughs> if Neymar's zero bro uh, bro Neymar for me for me, it goes back to the cruise bit no uh, for, uh, for me I feel like everyone rates Neymar highly for him to be in that list in my opinion I, I, I think the only the, the only bunch of people who, who who disrespects Neymar is the British is the British people is the British media but other than that, I think I think other than that, I think outside of the British media, everyone knows how good Neymar is. That's why if if th- if that was how how the best players, I'll, I'll put Neymar top three, easy. But but I don't think I don't I don't I think I think Neymar's reached a stage where he shouldn't be considered underrated, in my opinion. I think Neymar's rightly rated, like in my opinion, behind Messi and um, Ronaldo, who's the third best player of all time, and not all time actually of the. Oh, I'll, take, no, I'll, take, I'll take that. Of the I've watched. Relax, Kieran. Relax, Kieran. Kieran's like, hey, let's go, man. <laughs> we <laughs> nah, take those. He's probably like, after if Messi and Ronaldo went there, he would have definitely won a couple of Ballon d'Ors. Uh, I think he's he's better than any player I've watched in the last 10, 12 years. Um, so I, that's why I think like having him in an underrated list list is a bit like I don't really know how he landed on this list because I feel a lot of people do rate him. I feel like name was a funny one because I feel like some people overrate him, some people underrate him. Like there's not really a balance kind of thing sometimes with Neymar. On the topic of Neymar, Baines, where would you have Neymar overall? Like as I said, for me, he's third best. Yeah, I got him third best. But where I say he's overrated is when we're talking off air kind of thing. When people say he's closer to Ronaldo than he is to like, for example, Suarez. Like for me, Suarez is fourth, the fourth best player kind of thing. I think Neymar is closer to Suarez's level than he is to a Ronaldo or a Messi. I've I got to disagree. Uh, I've got to disagree with you there. I know Faze is going to agree, but I've got to disagree with you there because when you just look at, I, again, I said this off air as well, when you just look at the things that Neymar can do with the ball, I feel like he's got basically Suarez numbers and he's, he's, I think he's only maybe maximum 50 career goals of Suarez right now, I'm pretty pretty sure. And then when you look at the things he can do with the ball as well, and if you compare Neymar to Suarez internationally, there's a there's a there's quite a big gap, I think. Even in the Champions League, there's quite a huge gap. So I, I, I don't agree with that personally. That, but he, yeah, Suarez got Suarez got two golden boots, and he and he did it in the Messi Ronaldo era. Suarez, know, but, got, but Neymar's just, not as he's not as good. But even so, he's even done that, and then he's still not even that much further ahead of Neymar in terms of career goals. So that's why I've got to have I've got to you know what I mean. And when you look mm-hmm. at Neymar, like scoring isn't even his primary ability. Scoring is like Neymar was scoring as, as a side hustle, kind of selfless forward as well at times. I I agree, but to score fit, you have to be. You have to have an air of self selfishness about you to score 50, 59 goals in a season. Like that's that's crazy. You can't be passing up every opportunity and still get unless you're Messi, passing up like a hell of opportunities and scoring like fifty nine goals in a season. I uh, I'm of the similar opinion to Baines that like I think is he I don't think he's close to I think Ronaldo and Messi are from a different planet, and that's why I, and 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 I say that from a point of like on their day Neymar could be as good as them too. But their day, Ronaldo and Messi's day, has been 
for the last 15 years. Whereas Neymar's last 15 years, like he might have been, if you add all his games together, might have been the best for five years. But over 15 years, like he doesn't touch them. Whereas Suarez is probably similar to Neymar in that sense, that at his absolute peak for four, five, six seasons, he was unbelievable. But then there were lots of seasons where he wasn't. So I think that's why I would probably put him in a similar sort of position. Um, but that's, I just think like so we're so desensitized to Cristiano and Leo that we kind of now are daring to put people on the same pedestal as them because of what we're seeing now of Ronaldo mm. and Messi. But Ronaldo yeah. and Messi, like even two or three seasons ago, were doing this uh, that we're talking about. So I think Neymar's rightly rated, um, which puts him sixth on our list. Joint fifth are two legends of the game, man. Like love them both for different reasons, but only gave one of them points. Sugar. Oh, actually, uh, Griezmann has six points all from Baines. No one else gave Griezmann a single point. <laughs> hey, you yeah, don't know me, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, for those listening, before we started, yeah, <laughs> Baines is going, I might put Griezmann first, man. How do you not feel? We were like, yeah, man, we back you, we back you. <laughs> He's gone and put Greasy first and no one's backed him. No one's backed me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's not lie, in terms of international stage, Griezmann, what he done in the 2018 World Cup, I asked about myself, innit? Griezmann actually performed in the 2018 World Cup. I know a couple of his goals were penalties, but he's probably top three best France players. I think yeah. even overall for France, like his role is just very, very important. And you're seeing it this year playing a bit deeper as well. Like people say Griezmann shouldn't start, but he, he's, he's important. He works for that Deschamps system. And even his club career, like if we're looking at it, Around that 2018 period, he was literally, I think, there was a point where I'm pretty sure he was top three in the Ballon d'Or. I might be wrong. It was. It was, yeah. yes. It was. Like, the numbers he was putting up at Atletico and the Real Sociedad were very, very good. And the way people kind of just talk about Griezmann now, like, he, he deserves a lot more respect. You know what? I, you know, uh, I agree with no, you. Don't, don't I tell you I agree with you. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 honestly, I agree with you. The 18, 18, it was. <laughs> we just hung him out to dry. We literally just hung him out to dry on his own. It was a good. It was. It was a good argument, though. Like I'm not mad at the argument. I'll take that. I'll The argument was sick. The only reason why they put him is I just want. I just wanted. I just wanted to leave you. Leave you out there by yourself. <laughs> would you have had him in the top ten then? No, no, yeah, I would, I would, I would. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably. Loki, Loki, when you said it. He, he's joint fifth on our list, which is... Is that high? I can't decide now because no one's giving him a point. <laughs> and I was of the same belief. I was like, he's in my top 10, but I ain't giving him a point. I'm just leaving yeah, leave him Baines to it. Um, so technically speaking, if we all sort of like gave him a point from some of the players, we didn't give him a point. So he's probably going to end up being... Fourth, technically he's joined fourth. The other one is Thomas Muller, who's got six points. Three from me, one from Baines, zero from Faisal, one, uh, two from Kieran. Um, Kieran, Thomas Muller, chat to me. I think he's like, when the moment you say universal, I think everybody goes, oh, Thomas Muller, innit? Yeah, because, I mean, World Cups, like, literally, I'm pretty sure he's, like, top scorer in World Cups at, at some stage. And, you know, every World Cup, it seems that he always seems to pop up with a goal. And I feel like, you know, he's not the typical, like, you know, people have this thing about aesthetics versus productivity. I feel like people don't rate Muller, you know, properly because they think he's this boring, bland footballer. But I, I personally really rate him very highly. He's done it for, what, 10 years now? Like, you know, we were talking about this, probably even longer than 10. What we're in, No, I'd say about 10, 10 is probably fair. But, like, you know, we were talking about, you know, the Messi and Ronaldo, the 15 years. Muller, like, year in, year out, World Cup in, World Cup out. You know, he's kind of in the twilight now. But I, I think, yeah, he definitely deserves a place. I think he's the highest mm. active scorer in the World Cup right now, isn't it? 10 goals. Yep. Mm. Uh, Faisal, you gave him zero points. Why are you saying, mm? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, I, I can't, I forgot. I forgot about Miller still. I forgot okay, about Miller. Right. So yeah. then we've got to choose between Muller and Griezmann. I'll give you the choice because you, you didn't forget Griezmann, you gave, didn't give him a point. You forgot Muller, you didn't give him a point. So you can decide in which order you'd like to have them. Just because Miller, just because it's a World Cup stage and Miller got a World Cup and he's got ten goals, I'll go with Miller first, Griezmann second. Hey, Griezmann has a World Cup as well. Oh, f- yeah, 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 yeah,
just because Griezmann got, uh, just because Müller got more goals than Griezmann, I'm, I'm going with <laughs> Griezmann. Go, 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 go. I think I think a lot of people do rate Griezmann, whereas I actually think no, I don't, you know, I know, actually no, I'm I'm going Griezmann, I'm going Griezmann first, Müller second. Thank you. Yeah, really, I disagree with that. I, I'm going. I think, I'm, I'm back. In, in terms, just in terms of underrated, I feel like Griezmann. I agree. Uh, Griezmann finished top three as well. That specific year when he uh, when he took him to the final, he finished top three. I agree. Even even by the way, the Euros 2016, mm. he was very crucial as well. Yeah, I was going to say. But the thing is, though, because the argument is underrated, wouldn't you say like Thomas Muller is genuine? Like the way we're even talking about him now, we're kind of like underrating him even in this conversation. No. Mm. I mean, I think if you come top three in the Ballon d'Or, I think that's pretty. Pretty fair, fairly rated person. I, I feel think. like you know when anyone says underrated player, they always say Muller, but they never say Griezmann. Like Muller's mm. always everyone's first underrated. So how can he really be that underrated? If that makes sense. Mm, mm. 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 That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, you kind of me there. You kind of kind of me there. <laughs> I, I will. I will agree. Griezmann, you can have off. I won't argue. <laughs> Yeah, you really fought for that. And to be fair, we we absolutely left you out to left you there. So <laughs> he still came out. Steve, he still came up with the dog. All right, right. Uh, in third, he's on his own, eight points. But two of two of you didn't give him a single point. You know, you idiots. Um, Faisal gave him five. I gave him three. In my opinion, one of the most underrated footballers of all time, Meza Özil. Hundred percent. You're a Madrid fan. Chat to me about Meza Özil, man. If we're being real, yeah. 11, 2011 to 2013 Ozil was the best number 10 in the world. I, I, I think I think he was better than Iniesta. He was better than anyone on that level. If we're talking about in terms of prime, Ozil, and, and, and I don't think in terms of... I think Ozil's prime belongs with the big boys. He belongs with the Iniestas, with the with the Chavis, with the with the with the Ozil, with Zidane, with Luca. I don't think I don't think he belongs with the KDB and them man. 2014, he was a he was a yes. The stats never backed him up, but he was a massive influential to that uh, to that Germany campaign. And you saw the moment he left Germany, 2018, destroyed, no, got got knocked out in the in the group stage. 2022, they're about to get potentially knocked out in the group stage as well. Ozu for me is, and by the way, I think he's won over the last ten years. He's won the most. Best German player in the in the in the in the thing in the in the history. So I think in terms of in terms of underrated, bro. Even even his Arsenal, even his Arsenal tenure, the first two two three years at Arsenal, he should have broken Titi's record if it wasn't for Theo Walcott and Giroud. Um, but but in terms of in terms of what in terms of what Ozil's done, I don't think no one could chat to him about Ozil, and that's why he's underrated. He was pushed away by Arteta and by the British media, and what he said was was nothing wrong. He, what he said was facts. What happened? What happened? What happened to the? What happened to the free speech? What's going on here? Hey, Faisal just decided. F football. Let's do politics. Let's do politics <laughs> right now. <like. laughs> um, to the football because I I cannot comment on the politics. Um, <laughs> I think I think Mesut Özil genuinely he was an, in that period. He's one of the best footballers I've ever watched. One of the things that I think doesn't get talked about, and it's a very technical detail, uh, is his pace, like the turn of pace. I think a lot of people associated Ozil, especially because of the way he was at the end of his career, as this like slow, lazy player. Mm-hmm. When actually, I think uh, in his younger days, definitely, he worked his socks off. As he got older, I think he just adapted his game. He, he understood that his body couldn't do the, the, the sort of darts that he do in wide areas to bring the ball into central areas. And I think he was just... It, his last, he's typical of one of those players where you look back at his last few years and everyone goes, "What, a, what an average footballer, what an average career." But he's actually won absolutely everything there is to win, especially in Spain, less so in England. Um, mm. He's very close to touching all the assist records in England. I think he's very close in Spain as well. Um, but I still think, I mean, this this list proves it. Baines, you gave him zero. Kieran, you gave him zero. Um, that tells me people, half this room don't don't rate him still. Mm. Oh, I completely forgot. I think no. I, do you know my my kind of thing is I feel like Ozil has like a cult. Like he has like a cult fan base. You know what I mean? Like you've got these. You got like I don't know name drop like accounts. You've got like accounts that are like dedicated to like like being fans of Ozil. So I feel like there's there's a, a cult where if you literally mention you can mention KDB, 
you can mention any any midfield and you'll get people spamming you with like, but Ozil did this in 2012. Ozil did this in 2013. Like, Ozil this. Ozil should have broken TT's record. Giroud, this Giroud thing I hear. I've heard that excuse so many times. Like, I think he's I think he's great. Like, his, his technical ability is unreal. His weight of pass is, is crazy. I even think his goal scoring is actually kind of underrated because if you look at his, like, non, not the non-penalty goal rate is actually quite similar to to De Bruyne, so I actually, I'll, even in even whilst they're in England, it's not it's not crazy far off. It's something I saw like quite recently, but um, yeah, I, I just think I think he's pretty pretty fairly rated personally, so I wouldn't put him up there. But he's a great 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 player. I don't think no, bro. I don't think he's rated. I think I I think he's the forgotten man. I I, mm. I don't think people I don't think people for people forgets when we talk about. I think he was he he was the best. He was the last pure number ten we've we've had in the sport. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we would we would never see. It. I think he even I can't lie. He even compete with Messi in terms of the best number ten at, at, when he was in Madrid. He was that good. Like, I, like people talk about KDB and KDB being this or that. He was PFA is fair enough. But prime Ozil, bro, it cooks eats prime KDB. I don't know about that personally. Like we've seen, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now. If, if we had to build, if we had to build a team, if we had to pick the best prime out, out of Ozil. Ozil's stretch between 2011 and 2014 and KDB's stretch between 2017 till now, Ozil's, Ozil's prime is way better. But I feel like it's, it's harder to rate because we're literally watching De Bruyne do it in front of our eyes. I feel like now because Ozil's career, I'm not trying to underrate him here, but like his career now is it's not what it once was. Do you know what I mean? So it's so much easier to look look back on those days, like much, much fonder when you're watching someone do it like week in, week out. So you kind of you kind of desensitize yourself to it, you know. I think the thing with the Özil De Bruyne debate is, I think those three seasons when Özil was out of this world, it was for thirty eight games every season plus the Champions League games. I think with De Bruyne, even in this period right now, there's going to be a period this season where he's missing for nine weeks or ten weeks. And by missing, I don't just mean in terms of injuries. I mean in terms of on the pitch as well. I think even last season. For the first three months of the season, or two and a half months, he was poor, appalling at times, as he was for Belgium in their most recent game. And then at the end of the season, he had two months where he was brilliant. Whereas I think Ozil genuinely, for 38 games, would go missing to some extent for two or three games. The rest of the time, Ozil was alive. The problem was his last few years at Arsenal, people go, he was non-existent in so many games but he wasn't even trying to be existent by then he was kind of like done with playing ball he was just there for the sake of being there i agree and one thing about kdb as well is and this is this is not a criticism towards kdb and i've got kdb right now as my top top three premier league midfielders ever even 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 to whilst he's playing but what but what kdb gets a gets a lot of pass away let's say with kdb uh, the, the game against the, the game against the belgium, the belgium game the other day he, he got he got the man of the match awards i don't know how he won it i mean to be fair to him after the game he did say he, i don't he, know how he, he, admitted, he admitted he, he, he said himself but the thing is i think this is becoming a trend with kdb and if we go back towards let's say this season i can pick certain games from this season where kdb has had stinkers of a performance but a goal and assist will overshadow that Let's say, they, I'll give you an example just to top of my head. The, the game against Leicester, where he scored that free kick and City won 1-0. No. Really and truly, he wasn't good that game. But that free kick, he scored that free kick and the stats merchant on Twitter or on, or on the world, oh, he scored. KDB scored, best player in the world. That's what I feel like with Ozil, I remember the Madrid days. Ozil was consistent, bro. Mourinho, Mourinho, the 2010, Mourinho, the first season with, with, with Madrid, Mourinho criticised him and said, why don't you do that every day? Why don't you do mm. that consistently? And from 2011 onwards, he was, he was unreal. I still blame him for the 12-13, uh, the Champions League campaign, for not passing to Ronaldo against Dortmund in the, sec- in the second leg. But other than that, uh, yeah, also, also for me, is underrated. Goes back, yeah. All right. Top two, Olivier Giroud's second. Uh, point from all of us. I think this one speaks for itself a little bit, especially after... Him uh, leveling Thierry Henry's record. I gave him three. Baines gave him four. Faisal gave him one, um, and uh, Kieran gave him two. Baines gave him four, which is pretty high on your rankings overall. Chat to me very quickly about Olivier Giroud because our number one is, I think, pretty obvious at this stage. But I feel like everybody wants to talk about the number one, and Olivier Giroud's pretty straightforward. Giroud, listen, the numbers speak for himself. France, France is top scorer now, and you know one thing. I know a lot of people might. Tied, tied, tied. 
Yeah, but he's basically going to break it, though, isn't it? Yeah. One thing I would say about Drew, I feel like he suits that France team down to a T compared to someone like Benzema. Like, I know a lot of, I think Benzema is a better player. Oh, no. You could have chosen a different choice of words there, but continue. Oh, you're right. Keep cooking. Oh, I'm scared now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, don't yeah, let things okay. scare you. Keep cooking. Right, let, let, let me go this quick. I think Benzema is the better player. Go with tweets. Hey, listen, man. I'm already getting cooked at this stage with the Harry Rings thing. I, th- I think Karim Benzema is definitely a better player. Ballon d'Or speaks for himself, isn't it? But in that front setup with the likes of Griezmann and Mbappe, Dembele out wide, Giroud just fits it down to a T, innit? And I just feel like he he will never get the praise just because I would say his numbers weren't like, let, let's say like Suarez numbers kind of thing, innit? I wouldn't say Giroud's an unbelievable Goal scorer, but he's a scorer of good goals. But even then, his numbers are still good. Mm. I probably explained that so bad. No, no, I think I think you're right. I I, I liked um there was like a little debate going going on like a couple of days ago where people were saying you know they have Giroud higher than Ibrahimovic. Um, I I, I personally I, I I like that take. I like that take because it's it's very controversial and I like I like controversial takes. Personally, I'm just here to say where is uh, Ibrahimovic's Champions League? That's what I'm here to say. I don't, I don't see Ibrahimovic with the Champions League. I think that's a howler. That's a howler. That's a howler, bro. You actually think that's a howler? <laughs> bro, what, 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 you say, you saying Giroud is better than Zlatan all time? I think, I think he's had a, a better career than Zlatan. I don't think he's a better. I don't think he's a better player, but I think he he can look back on his career um, more fondly than than Zlatan. Hey, Nubay, Nubay, clip that, man. I want to I wanna call retweet that now. I, I want to call retweet Listen, you know, Faze, you know me this well now, especially over the internet, that when you see that look at my eyes and, I, and the mouth just goes quiet, you know I'm going, I smell something. I smell something. I'm quite retweet the f*** out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting my revenge. I'm it's getting, getting my season. Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I'm, I'm standing on. I'm standing on it. I'm standing on it. I'm gonna say Giroud had a better can look back at his career with more fondness than Ibrahimovic can look back on his. When you, especially when you look at how they both started, like Ibrahimovic was like a crazy talent at Ajax. Like you see some of the goals he's scoring, even the goals he's literally scored throughout his career. Giroud started. He didn't get his first. He got his first big move at 25 to Arsenal. He helped Montpellier win their only league ever. He's gone to Chelsea from, I mean, even at Arsenal, I think he 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 had like, it was 24 goals in, in all competitions. I think it was 16, 24, 22, 17 and, and 19, I think, before, you know, the seasons where he was kind of more on the bench and coming off the bench for Chelsea as well. But then he went to Chelsea, won the FA Cup, won the Champions League. And I think he was Chelsea's joint top scorer when, when they won the Champions League as well, because he scored those four goals uh, in the group stage. I think it was against... Rent, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he, was the, he was he was the only top scorer. He was the highest. He was the high, it was the highest. Yeah, so even the highest highest top scorer winning the Champions League. I think considering their abilities and like how you would have projected their careers at the start, I think yeah, Jude can definitely be happier with this career. I don't think it's that crazy a take. Go on, Baines. You I feel you've been sat there ready to go nah, for the last minute. I just minute. feel like Zlatan's getting to the point in his career where he's just become underrated, like yeah, I think yeah, four, yeah. Six, four, six, five. Like his technical ability, the way he could move. Ballon I think he came fourth in the twenty thirteen season. His numbers much better than Giroud's. He still had a phenomenal career without the Champions League. He's won the league titles, won whatever Sweden's Player of the Year, whatever they want to call them. He's had a phenomenal camp. Um, what do you call it? Career. Yeah, facts. You know what? I I agree. I, I think I think we should put Ibra on this list right now, <laughs> just just because of that, bro. Ibra's career you can't you can't compare you you can't compare the two. You can't. No, obviously, obviously not. That's what I'm saying. Giroud can be happier because Ibra's a like. Let's be real. Ibra's a much better, has much more abilities, a much better footballer. But Giroud's managed to to win the trophy. He hasn't he hasn't won. Obviously, we can't really talk about the World Cup because Ibra played for Sweden. But nah, I, I'm, I'm sorry. But, but that means, but based, but based from your argument, that means jury is better than R9 because of the Champions, no Champions League. No, I didn't say better. I'm saying can look back at his career. Oh, but yeah, R9 yeah, was yeah. the World Cup. Are you but saying... That means, but that means Jiru can look at his career and say, I've had a better career than R9. No, because R9 won the World Cup. Ibrahimovic has, has got neither. If, if Ibrahim won the other, but he's got... But that's why I said I don't want to talk about the World Cup with Ibra because you're not going to win the World Cup with Sweden. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't actually think he achieved enough with Sweden. Like we were just we spoke about Bale, and 
Zlatan seems to believe he's on that sort of level of footballer, but he hasn't achieved a lot with Sweden internationally. And at times, Sweden have had a half-decent team, similar to Wales. So, I don't know. I feel like Ibrahimovic is rightly rated. Like, I don't think he's underrated. I, like, I think he's a very, very good footballer, but he's never been incredibly consistent uh, in the sense of, like, has he gone somewhere and bagged top scorer every single season? No, but he scored brilliant goals and been entertaining to watch and been a fun player to have. He's definitely better than Giroud. And I don't actually think career-wise, Giroud's had a better career. Giroud's won the World Cup, but aside from that, I think Ibrahim's going to be pretty satisfied with his career. Um, but overall, I don't think he's like... like I don't. Where do you actually rate him, FaZe, Baines? Where, like, where are you saying he should be if he's rightly rated? Bro, if we talk about the last strikers of the last 20 years, he's uh, uh, he's easily top four, top five. Can't. Oh, last 20 years. Top four, bro, top you five. Can't, you can't tell me someone who... 2000, 2002. Bro, bro, you can't tell me he won at Inter, won at Juve, finally won... Went to Barca. Fair enough. His Barca, his Barca tenure wasn't the the the, the most the most eye catching. Came to AC Milan. One of the first. He started the AC Milan dynasty. Him and Thiago Silva. Went to PSG. I think PSG should should be grateful that Ibra Ibra That's came true. to them. That's true. And then came to AC Milan, and then ended ended the dynasty and won them. Won, yes, he wasn't the main player, but he was he was he was he was he, he was the leader there. Even at United, it's called seventeen. A top four, top four, top five is kind of crazy. When you think two thousand and two, you've got to have on, you've got to have Henri of Ibra. For me, for me, if I'm looking at the top of my head straight away, it's Titi, mm-hmm. Benzema, Suarez, Suarez, okay. Lewa, and Ibra. Not Aguero over Ibra. No Rooney. Rooney, for me, Rooney. Bro, Rooney said himself, man, he considers himself as a, as a 10. Mm. I, feel like we're forgetting, uh, I feel like we're forgetting someone, but... Yeah, I, I feel this is definitely a conversation for another day. I don't want to give away all the answers right now, but um, other other strikers will come to my mind, and I will go, and I'll text you when it comes to my mind. Um, to fair, to fair, I forgot about Eto as well. To fair. Yeah, even Eto is kind of... as well. No, not Drogba, not Drogba, not Drogba. There's, def- there's definitely like top yeah, four, top yeah. five saying comfortably, I think there's a stretch. I could yeah. have cooked you for that, but I'll let you go. I'll let you go free here. Uh, <laughs> I'll save it for <laughs> next time. Um, top of our list, six points ahead of Giroud. Three from me, five from Bain, six from Faisal, two from Kieran. It's Paul Pogba. Before we started recording, everybody had lots to say about him. So let's just go around the room. Faisal, I'll start with you because you were going passionately on about Paul Pogba and you said, when we start recording, oh, you don't believe what I'm going to say. So please go ahead. Paul Bill Pogba is one if I feel like he is the most him himself and Neymar is the two most disrespectful players ever and and he is the most underappreciated player ever I think Paul Bill Pogba was very unfortunate to be put in that United system United wasn't the fit for him and he wasn't the fit for United if we're talking about I think people uh, like um, they 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 criticize his time at um, United. They forget what he's done. The treble season, he was amazing. People forget that he was part of the of the team of the season in the Premier League. People forget he was one of United's most. If if it wasn't for injuries, if it wasn't for the lack of system that they had on the early, he was one of the best most best players at United. In terms of if uh, I, I'm not even, I'm not I haven't even started at the Juve thing. Having started the Juve, waded to Juve, but this, but this, this topic is about, uh, it's about the, the World Cup, and people forget his influence in that French team in two thousand eighteen. Paul Bill Pogba for me is the mo- is France's most important player. It's not Benzema, it's not Mbappe, it's not Kanté, it's not Lloris, it's not no one. It's it's, it's him. You can tell the difference. F- since then, since the World, Cup, forget the World Cup. He was France's best player. F- people forget the two thousand fourteen. He was the best young player in the World Cup as well. People forget that as well. In terms of the last two nations leave for France, they won it and they lost and and they and they, got, and they got kicked out of the group stage. When they won it, they won it with Pogba. When they got kicked out of the group stage, Pogba didn't play a single game. So you can tell the influence that he's got in that French team. In terms of peak and in terms of forget forget peak actually. In terms of on his day, now it goes back to on his day, which I unfortunately have started on his day, bro. Kate uh, uh, Pogba 
I swear to God, astaghfirullah, I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm, Pogba belongs with the likes of Zizou, with the likes of Iniesta's on his day. I'm telling you on his day, his ability is unmatched. He's better than KDB on his day. And unfortunately for Pogba, he's been very unfortunate due to lack of due to the injuries, due to the lack of system that United have. If he never went to United, and I and I blame him and I blame I blame his stupid circle. If he never went to United, if he went to a proper team with a proper system and the proper right manager who could complement him, Pogba, we'll talk about Pogba as a top five player, top five midfielder ever. Love passion. Wow. How many years have you been holding that in? Jesus, man. <laughs> the Lower Ratings Pod is regularly used as a therapy session. If you want to come along to these therapy sessions, I, 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 per person. I hate, I hate the, the disrespect he's getting he's getting on, on social media. I was going to say kind of a similar thing. I feel like he's the most scrutinised footballer from an off-the-pitch perspective. Like Even even more than Neymar. Like I love Neymar more than anyone. But I think Pogba, in terms of off-the-pitch... like. You you literally see like oh he you know he'll play a game and he won't be amazing and they'll somehow manage to tie it to the fact he he's got an elaborate haircut and it's like it has n- absolutely nothing to do with the game he's, he's he's just played and I feel like again even his time at United I think is is heavily underrated because of you know how well he did at Juventus and people I think people hold that Juventus stint to such a high high level that anything he I think anything he did at United in comparison wasn't going to be gonna be um rated fairly but I, I, I personally think I, I agree with Faze on this one like he's super underrated and heavily heavily disrespected I actually think Pogba was a better player at United than he was at Juve like I think Pogba was more refined at United than, rather than being like more flary at Juve you could argue kind of thing innit and I think mm. at United like you said it Paul Pogba was severely underrated at 16-17 season his first season United's best player Second season, he was decent when I think we signed the Manu match that Left wing Paul Pogba, I've never seen anything like it. For what, someone, what, 6'3", six, 6'4"? Six, mm. The way he was moving on the left-hand side was phenomenal. Mm. And yeah, I agree with the France most important player. Like, it's clear and obvious. Like What he can do, no one can do in that France team. I, f- I feel this... Sorry, go on. No, for all, like, the France thing, if, if, if Pogba was with France right now, Rather than talking about Brazil and, 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 and Argentina yeah. being the heavy favourites, we'll be talking about France being the heavy favourites. But because Pogba's not there, that hasn't... No one's talking about... People People, people had uh, France going, <laughs> going, going out of the... Uh, being, being, being oh, the, uh, the, champions, uh, the, the champions curse, this and that, the, the underperformance because of no Pogba in that team. It wasn't Benzema. I love Benzema. But Pogba is by far... By far the most important player. Um, I think everything that needs to be said about Pogba has been said. I think the only caveat that I've always had with Paul Pogba is the on his day thing. I do think that Pogba on his day does rival some of the best that we've seen. My problem is his day just hasn't happened frequently enough over the past however many years. Um, And now he's picking up injuries. And I just hope his legacy isn't like one that people go... Flary player, interesting character, loved having him about because I think he's much better than that. Like, he is miles better a footballer than just that kind of character, which is kind of where the narrative has sort of started to place him, which is why he's top of the underrated list. And, and that's what, and, and, and I agree, that's what, what, what that's what, that's 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 what's going to piss me off because he'll be remembered as a what if player what uh, once he's set and retired. He'll be, he'll be like a Nelka or what if. Anelka had the potential, had the crazy talent. He'll be remembered as a what if player. But if, but really and truly, that's why it goes back to the what if. In terms of in terms of peak, in terms of what the performances that he does on his day, and and whenever he gets, but that's but that's why on his day goes back to he's been very unfortunate. He's been put into the system of the United system under Ole. United had no system. They had no. They had no. And 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 Baines could be. He's the one. What I don't. I don't know if you agree to that or not. But I feel like on. I think Ole, United under Ole, there was no passage of play. There was no idea or, or huh. It was just individual burdens carrying. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like if 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 he was given that day on a consistent basis, that depended on the right manager and the right system. And if he had that, well, like I said, we would talk about him as a top five midfielder of all time. We've landed at our top 10. This is our 10 from 10 to 1. And then we'll go around the room and uh, see what everybody else had and we'll figure out how far off we are. So 10th, according to 
Uh, our list is Granite Xhaka. I don't believe. I don't believe. <laughs> In ninth, we have Mario Mandzukic. Eighth, Isco. Seventh, Via. Sixth, Neymar. Fifth, Muller. Fourth, Griezmann. Third, Ozil. Second, Giroud. Uh, Pogba first. Um, my 10 to 1 was a little bit similar, but not completely. In 10th, I had Mandzukic. In 9th, I had Isco. In 8th, Tell a lie. In ninth, I had Shakiri actually. Um, eighth, I had uh, Xhaka. Seventh, I had David Villa. Sixth, I had Harry Maguire. Uh, fifth, oh man, I can't believe I put Maguire in there. Fifth, I had Muller. Fourth, I had Xhaka. Third, Ozil. Second, Giroud. First, Paul Pogba. Kieran, what was your 10 to 1? My 10 to 1, let me double check it. I had. Got it on the dock. Okay, so I had uh, one Giroud, two Eto, three Neymar, uh, four Kelo Navas, five Muller, six Isco, seven Pogba, eight Di Maria, nine Marquinhos, ten Sane. I don't think that's the right order. I think that's just how I wrote it down. And then the numbers, I think, was the points rather than the, the order. But hey, sorry, those are the, the ten names. Because <laughs> um, I messed up so bad. 10, Thiago Silva, 9, Muller, 8, Boateng, 7, Diego Golding, 6, Isco, 5th, Neymar, 4th, Mandzukic, 3rd, Giroud, 2nd, Pogba, and 1st, Griezmann. Why are you laughing? No, no it's fine. Go on. <laughs> uh, I had 10, Giroud, 9, uh, Diego Fulan, 8, Kante, 7, Villa, 6, Close, 5th, Fourth, 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 Cassius, third, Ozil, second, Tony Cruz, and one, Paul Bill Pogba. Sensational. Right. That is that. That is our top 10 most underrated players in World Cup history, led by Paul Pogba. Many names missed out. And I think there'll be more that people go, you missed this guy, you missed that guy. We don't care. Um, that is that. It's 1am whilst we're recording this. There's some tired eyes and tired legs. Uh, I've just actually seen Kieran's message two minutes ago. He's currently recording this at his barber's place. And he said, my barber is saying I'm overusing his energy. So I need to head off ASAP. That's okay. Good timing, Kieran, because uh, I think we're all zapped of energy because Faisal's doing that thing again that he doesn't do on TikTok, which I said offline. At this time of night, Faisal's popping off on TikTok when he hops on the pod. He's like, oh, I'm so tired. Man. How long? How long? Um, boys, thank you very much. Faisal Baines, Kieran, thank you very much uh, for those yeah, watching. Thanks. Thank you for watching. For those listening, thank you for listening. Check the guys out. Follow and subscribe. We'll see you next time.